So can you please uh, tell me the differences between uh, process builder flow and workflow? Yeah, uh, coming to workflow, uh, workflow we can perform actions like updating a field and uh, sending an email alert and creating a task and outbound message. We're coming as process builder, we can uh, we can automate many things like uh, we can submit a record for approval, we can, we can post something in charter and we can also call an Apex class, but the Apex class method should be an invocable method. And also uh, uh, we can send an email alert as well. And also we can call an auto launch pro from the process builder. And okay. uh, we can also invoke a process from it. Uh, so coming to flows, right? So flows, yeah. we can create records, update records, delete records. And uh, we, ca we can also call Apex actions. And there are some uh, quick actions like that. Uh, and in the main difference between the process builder and the workflow is we can update the related records as well in process builder and flows but we can't achieve this using workflows and coming to the difference between the process builders and triggers is so mm -hmm. uh, if we want to i mean if if you want to perform any operation before the record is inserted it's only possible through trigger but coming to uh, uh, but coming to the new i think in new summer 20 release in flows uh, uh, salesforce released a new feature like uh, we can we can add uh, after insert logic and before insert logic in flows as well uh, that's a pretty good feature uh, yeah yes, is the, that is uh, what i was about to tell you later yeah yes yeah and we so can't uh, yeah uh, so the ma the main drawback here is uh, if you want to perform any operation after the record is deleted or before the de uh, record is deleted it's not possible through workflows process builders and flows it's only possible through triggers yes yeah agree so uh, in case of flow when uh, uh, since you have worked upon flow as well so when yes. whenever the operation is finished like uh, when we press the finish button we wanted to navigate to the detail page of a particular record so how is it possible uh, so I'm as it, uh, sure. yeah. uh, you, so okay, uh, let me elaborate my question more. So yeah. as in, I'm creating, I'm using the record create element uh, of the inside the flow for creating a case record. So I wanted to navigate to that particular case ID once I click on the finish. Okay, okay, got it. Uh, um, no idea, Nidhi. I mean, I did not got this scenario in real time. Uh, do you have any okay. idea about it? Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, I will can you question? Yeah. Yeah. So what we usually do, we have the feature of the return URL. So okay. we uh, so we just pass the return URL uh, in the form of ID, which is uh, I, while creating an object record, we get the ID. So we yes. pass that ID in the return URL, and we get uh, we we can easily navigate to the record page okay okay got it i'll i'll try to do it uh, today or something some other day yeah yeah sure so yeah. so uh, yeah going to the profiles and uh, role thing so yes. so can we so what is the difference between that profiles and roles just uh, so, yeah profile is like an uh, we can we can give permissions uh, uh, for all like fields field level security and record types uh, what are the record types available for the user uh, profile can contains multiple users so uh, while creating a user profile is a mandatory thing it's it's basically a, like a report card which includes all the permission which user can access uh, 
like a field uh, field level security what are the record types available for the user and what are the page layouts and object level permission uh, like uh, uh, create read edit delete and also we have view all modified modify all so coming to roles it's it's basically a record uh, record level security so uh, if uh, if there are two roles uh, there are two user one one user has a role of employee and other user has a role of manager so that manager can see the records manager can see the records uh, under 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 his role i mean see the records of an employee role so that's the difference between the profile and role okay so uh, can we assign more than one role to a particular user and no only one only one role for per user and is it uh, mandatory to assign a role while creating a user no it's not mandatory okay okay fine so as in for one user uh, there was one scenario that i was not able to see the setup and the developer console in the gear icon so what can be the possible cause uh, maybe uh, development mode is off in uh, profile level uh, mm -hmm. uh, okay uh, yeah maybe that's yeah. the issue is that correct so, no no uh, actually we have a permission called as author apex in profiles okay, okay so okay. we need to assign at the profile level so that all the users belonging to that particular profile will get the access of the okay. setup as well as the developer console got it yeah okay so so now going to the view state thing so have you experienced the view state error ever in your projects uh no actually uh, i started my career with lightning development so i was not not more into visual force pages so i did not get chance uh, to build the vf pages in real time uh, okay, i was more so into lightning uh yeah so that's okay that you started your uh, career with lightning that's yes. good so so do we get the, this type of error in lightning uh i mean which error view state uh, uh, view state yeah Mm. Uh, till now i did not face this okay so yeah actually in lightning uh, this aura framework we don't get this type of error okay yes yeah okay okay yeah. so yeah so uh, moving over to the apex trigger so what are the best practices of writing an apex trigger uh so one of the best practices uh, so to avoid the governor limits uh, uh, i'll not use a sockpole or dml statement in for loop and uh, i also avoid to use nested loops like uh, for loop inside a for loop instead of i'll go with uh, something like collections using maps or something like that and i also uh, instead of uh, writing a logic in the trigger i'll try to try to call an handler class from it so that i'll i'll try to uh, put the reusable code in that handler class and call that uh, call it class from the trigger uh, and the best practice what i follow is uh, i'll use an interface uh, framework uh, trigger trigger handler interface framework uh, it's it's a uh, it's a good practice and mm -hmm. uh, and other thing is uh, so if i want to make a web service call i'll i'll use asynchronous uh, apex like calling a future method from the apex trigger uh, uh this is the this is the good practice as which i follow so uh, do you write more than one trigger for ob uh, on no, a object yeah uh, yeah uh, we i mean th there is a possibility we can create a two triggers but it's not a good practice because uh, 
the execution is not guaranteed uh, we, we can't uh, guess which which trigger will be executed first or second uh, uh, it's not guarantee in that scenario so it's better to have one one trigger for each object yes okay yeah. that's good so uh, so what about the uh, sometimes maybe you might have experienced this error maximum trigger depth reach yes yeah uh, so what uh, why do we face this error and what uh, what is the possible solution we as a developers use to avoid this uh, so maximum trigger depth increase is caused um, is it is it for mixed dml right uh, uh, is is the same as mixed dml right hello hello yeah can you hear yeah, me yeah it's just uh, yeah now i can hear you it's just due to the recursion okay okay uh, so we can avoid it by using a static boolean variable so there may be a chance like a, a, a trigger will be will be into an infinity loop so to avoid it we can use a static a boolean variable and just uh, make sure to execute the trigger only once okay so before performing any dml operation we just uh, initiate the boolean variable yes yeah yeah okay yeah yeah so uh, what's the basic differences between sockel and the sossel uh, uh, so sockel is uh, is like we can we can get the fields from from only one object uh, and whereas coming to sosl we can uh, it's basically a search uh, search language so we can search in multiple objects uh, we can get the results of uh, multiple language the uh, uh, maybe the syntax of the sockel is uh, Uh, select uh, uh, fields uh, all the fields uh, from from object name and we can also put where clause as well uh, whereas sosl it will only search in text fields uh, text fields and uh, uh, email fields and phone fields i think phone is not possible if phone is possible i am not sure about it uh, yeah maybe yeah uh, so it will return uh, it will search in all the objects so number of uh, uh, they, they, for, for every uh, for every uh, thing there is a limit in salesforce so number of sosl we can we can use in a transaction is 20, 20 and number of uh, sockel we can use is uh, 150 uh, so uh, have you worked upon the test classes mm, yes nidhi yeah uh, so what are the best practices of writing the test class uh, so first thing is uh, so uh, i'll try to create a test data factory so instead of creating the records in every every test method right we can we can directly call that uh, test data factory which acts like as an uh, handler class so it will give all the records for us so uh, the best practice is uh, always never use uh, at the rate test start see all data is equal to true because it may cause while uh, it uh, there may be a chance of test class may fail while deploying the code so it's not it's not the good practice to use that uh, annotation and and other thing is uh, 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 one of the best practices is uh, 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 for every method we have to use the system dot assert statements to compare the actual and expected thing uh, written written from the main class uh, so if there are any private methods which are used in apex classes to cover that private method uh, the private method should be annotated with other uh, test visible and coming to other thing is uh, so we can also load test data uh, we can also load the test data from uh, static resource as well uh, uh, yeah why, why because uh, so in test class uh, uh, if we if you are creating an account so for now there is only one required field called as account name maybe in future we we may we may make rating as also required in that scenario test class may fail 
so that it's better to load, load the excel sheet into into the static resource and call that uh, static resource in test class and create the test data i mean we can we can just modify the uh, instead of modifying in the code we can directly modify it in the excel and load it in static resource and uh, yes. and that will be the good practice which i follow yes yes this is uh, this is the correct practice which we used to follow in our projects also yes yeah so uh, if i have a scenario to delete a apex class or trigger from production how can i proceed uh, we can i mean we can use a destructive xml uh, using destructive xml we can delete a apex class okay that's good so uh, so do you use uh, the force.com ant migration or the work workbench or uh, force.com id you want uh, for, for deployments uh, for the deletion purpose, actually, maybe the destructive uh, example you suggested. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll, I'll be using ant migration tool. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so have you worked upon the custom settings and the custom metadata type? Yes. Yeah. So, what are the basic differences and which is preferred over uh, another so one? Okay, uh, so custom custom metadata is new one. Uh, whereas coming to custom settings, there are two types of custom settings. One is uh, list and hierarchy. Uh, so uh, hierarchy is like uh, I'll, I'll try to give a, in a example way. So for example, if we mm -hmm. have a trigger, so and if you want to run that trigger to a particular user and uh, and uh, and want to skip that tr trigger logic for a particular user, we can achieve this using hierarchical custom settings. So custom settings and custom metadata is similar. It's, it's similar to custom object, but the thing is, it will store the data in the cache. And the major difference between the custom settings and custom metadata is, uh, so custom metadata, uh, uh, we, we can we can write a sock file on it, but we can't write a sock file in custom settings. Uh, but even even yeah. after writing the sock file in custom metadata, it 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 not cover up in the governor limits. If you are using a, a custom metadata sock file query, it will not uh, cover in the governor limits. And also yes. we can deploy the custom metadata records. Uh, we can directly deploy the custom metadata records to any, any other sandbox or any other production, but we can't deploy the data in the custom settings. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So, so have you worked upon the knowledge articles? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't have a real time, but I did some trailers on it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so uh, so do you have some idea that how can we control the visibility of knowledge articles? So what's the feature provided by Salesforce so that we can control the visibility? Uh, no, I'm not sure about it. Uh, I did some trailer long back. I don't remember. Okay. Can you so give me a brief you, on it? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, I have some idea about it. Uh, do you have some idea about the data categories? Yes, uh, yes, we, we have, uh, I know about data categories, yeah. Okay, so usually we use the data category and the related mappings mm -hmm. to yes. control the visibility of the knowledge articles uh, based upon the users. Okay, got it, yeah. So uh, actually recently we do have one requirement that uh, on the, uh, we have related list, uh, you know, uh, sorry, yes. list views. Yes, yeah. So uh, on on the list views, we do have one list view name as uh, recently viewed. Mm -hmm. Yes. So on that we have a new button. So actually in the search layouts, 
we have removed the new buttons but from the recently viewed list view we are not able to remove it so we wanted to restrict the users creating the record from that uh, new button how can we proceed uh no i'm not sure about it so do you understand the problem yes i understand the requirement uh, so it's not visible in the recently uh, it should not uh, visible in the recently viewed uh, list view uh, so we yes. can remove it from the search layout right so we can no, remove uh, it from the yeah that's uh, that's uh, pretty much straightforward that we can remove it from the search layout so it will not be visible in another list views uh, apart from the recently viewed list view so there is an idea already posted in the idea forum so okay. so that there is uh, just a work around for that we can create a visual force page and override the properties and uh, we can uh, just provide a message to the user that yes, you cannot I mean, create any record yeah we can override that uh, and call a lightning component or visual force page and just pop up a message that's a good idea yeah. pop up a message as well as we can create a validation rule while yes. uh, while performing an operation for a specific uh, record type got it yeah yeah so uh, so once we were uh, trying to deploy one report using chain set so that particular report was not visible in the chain set what can be the possible reason uh maybe maybe sharing is missing a uh, 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 folder uh, 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 so particular user does not have an access to a folder which the report is in, in i mean the report, report folder does not have an access for the user yeah so actually uh, we were uh, system administrator so okay. the report was created inside the private folder yes maybe yeah yeah okay um so so have you worked upon some uh, deployment uh, tools uh yes uh, so in my initial stage uh, uh, so i'll be uh, i used chain sets uh, but 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 the thing is i have used different different deployment tools uh, for for my projects uh, based on the client uh, uh, client requirement like uh, there are some old systems which which i worked on so based on their best practices we followed like uh, i worked on ant migration tool in one of the project and i worked on force.com id which is recently retired so mm -hmm. our team just uh, uh, just uh, uh, now now we are presently we are using visual code studio uh, because of uh, force.com is retired so right now we are using visual code studio yeah. vs code okay yes yeah so by that you must uh, so have you uh, in your team they are using uh, utilizing the ci cd process or what uh, no I, the I, complete I, I, continuous integration continuous deployment process for no, the deployments yeah. no yeah not using that uh, just uh, we'll be using in uh, bitbucket to versioning our code uh, like uh, every every change which is done on the code will be uh, will be committing into the bitbucket and just uh, uh we'll do versioning and just deploy it to the other one okay so by that you must be uh, experiencing some uh, merge conflicts also uh yeah yes there 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 may be merge conflicts i mean the same class can be uh, worked by users right so okay. uh, yeah uh, so how do you resolve those merge conflicts uh i mean uh, so i think uh, uh, till now we did not uh, uh, require that uh, i mean uh, till now 
uh, we did not get a chance uh, uh, problem like uh, merge conflicts but uh, uh, we will be using a scratch org uh, for every user uh, so that a user can uh, uh, code code in that particular scratch org uh, okay so basically uh, what uh, the basic uh, idea was to use the version control system and uh, sometimes we use the uh, git or the source tree so that okay. we can uh, we can see the differences in a apex class or apex trigger or any component which yes, was yes, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. i mean uh, in bitbucket also yes i got it uh, so if there has any conflicts in the in in two versions so we can we can directly merge uh, in bitbucket as well yeah. yes yes yeah so uh, so uh, so what are what are the different type of events in lightning uh so we have uh, uh like we have a platform events uh, which uh, uh, uh it's basically like an uh, uh uh throwing a notification to the user uh, like we can we can raise a platform event uh, that's what i know one is platform event and uh, yeah and also we have uh, about the application events okay, or the okay, component okay. got it yeah got it got it. so there are two types of events in lightning components one is application event and component event so component event is uh, is passing an attribute between uh, communication between the two components is known as yeah, we can we can communicate between the two components using events one is a component event and other is application event component event we can uh, we can pass data between the child child and parent in an hierarchical whereas coming to application event it has wider range of audience so if uh, there is no hierarchical relationship between the component also we can pass the attributes to that component okay so yeah. altogether so we have uh, also the system events and uh, yes. component events and application events browser events okay yeah uh, um, i heard about it but uh, i'm not sure okay. about uh, brow browser event uh, can you give me that any brief on it so maybe uh, i can uh, will not tell you the proper descriptive way yeah, but no you problem. can just search uh, yeah, like sure. these are the four events uh, which we keep in practice so but the more most important ones are the component events and the application events so mm -hmm. yeah and uh, so is lightning an mvc framework yes yeah no lightning is mvcc lightning is mvcc uh, uh, mvcc model view client side controller and server side controller it has two controllers one is client side controller and server side controller so which is uh, server side and which is client side uh, client side is javascript lightning js lightning helper uh, and uh, server side controller is uh, apex backend apex backend yeah yeah uh, so so yeah and uh, have you heard about the collections in apex yes uh, there are three types of collections in apex one is list and set and maps so list is uh, we can uh, list may contains a list of ids list of strings it supports the duplicate values but coming to set it does not allow the duplicate values coming to map it's an it's a key value pair where we can get uh, get the value based on the key so which one is the ordered uh, i think it's uh, uh, set is ordered 
No, set is unordered and the list is ordered. Okay, okay, yeah. So, uh, so when we, uh, so usually, so let us suppose we have multiple keys for the map, like okay. uh, a a represent a for a comma apple, a comma banana, a comma orange. So, what will be the final result of this map? Uh, so, how so the map has logic works? Uh, key has only key key should not have a duplicate all uh, key should be unique so whichever the last thing will be will be in the map for example a and orange will be uh, the only thing in the map yes scary yeah so so do you uh, can you please uh, name me some of the lightning base components i mean the component bundles uh, you are asking so some of the lightning base components which are provided by salesforce like uh, lightning data table or okay. uh, yeah, yeah like yeah. those uh, lightning data table one lightning input uh, lightning uh, input email lightning button which has some uh, variant like brand neutral destructive success and uh, uh, lightning layout lightning card uh, and also we have uh, uh, lightning layout type and, okay uh, sure yeah yeah that's okay uh, so uh, do you have some idea about the interfaces which we implement in lightning while creating a or a component uh no i never i mean i i never use i got a uh, lightning interface uh, i so, don't yeah tell me uh, interfaces are just like when we wanted to expose a lightning component uh to some um, uh like we wanted to expose a lightning component to a uh, to one lightning page or uh, okay okay yeah got it got it i i i, I thought of uh, lightning interface uh, i thought of you are asking about lightning interface uh so we, we uh, uh so we can implement uh, lightning available for uh, community pages uh, for quick action force colon has record id Force colon as a subject name uh, for for uh, for record page like that. Uh, is it correct, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I I mean I oh. thought like you were asking about that lightning interface. Uh, so that's what I confused. Yeah. So these are some of the implements keyword after. Yes, yeah. First thing that about the browser events. Browser events are nothing. Those are the events that we handle on chains or like on click on double click on mouse over whatever okay. the events that are available by default by html those are the browser events okay and then system events are the events like you have got on in it you have got some uh, other events that you that your aura components provide by default so you no need to develop anything okay okay, okay. so yeah. there is uh, one scenario for me uh, suppose that i have a custom object uh, which i wanted to send to the system before uh, that gets saved into the salesforce okay so okay. again I, i'll repeat there is a custom object when i click on save button i wanted to send that record to the external system external system will uh, perform some calculation and then will revert back uh, with some uh, response to me and then once i get the response then after i need to save that record if there is any error i don't need to save that error record how i can do that uh we can we can use uh, we can call a future method in before before uh, uh, insert or before update trigger uh, 
okay but in case of future method now future method will run in uh, async i don't know my, there, there are possibilities my record will get saved before the future method uh, executes uh, even future method doesn't return anything yes yes uh, so in in that scenario we can go ahead and uh, uh, create a custom lightning component and just perform the logic after the uh, after the save button or we can override that uh, save button uh, uh, save button logic right so okay how we can override that save button uh, no no idea amit okay so can we override save button uh, i saw in something some something article i i just heard about it but i am not sure about it okay so basically to your answer is correct we need to override the save button but in yeah. order to override the save button we have to override the complete new record that means we need to override the new button and uh, as soon as we'll override new button that is going to override the save button we have to provide our own save button okay got it yeah. so in in that scenario we have to create the custom component uh, with with new look and feel right so yes you can else, create yeah 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 okay so there is another scenario suppose that uh, there is a vfps or a lightning component you can uh, suppose any one of them and then on the button click i need to call a web service right yeah and that's a, that web service is uh, making a call out to the external system uh, returning some response to me and i am uh, displaying that response inside a data table that is working fine now later on as data increases or we can say yep we can say as data increases there is an error of uh, timeout error how we can resolve that uh so uh, i mean this uh, we can so uh, is this web service called on uh, when, whenever the record record is saved to database something like that I mean? uh, no i'm there is a button and on the button click that web service is being called and returning us the response and we are getting the timeout error okay uh, Uh, we can use asynchronous apex uh, which has some uh, 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 which will run in the own thread like that we can use uh, no actually the requirement is that uh, on the click of a button we just need to show the information then and there that is a real time requirement okay uh, no no idea with can you give me a brief on it yeah okay so in a web service call whenever we are doing the integration Uh, we have a method called set timeout and we can provide the maximum timeout that is 120 seconds so uh, we can provide there and then still if you are getting the error there is a concept of continuation and uh, continuation what it does i will give you a very brief overview and then you can read about that continuation whenever you send a request to the web service continuation breaks the connection between your component or between your vpss and then once that service returns the response continuation again makes the connection and then give give you the result so in that case it also improves the performance and also take care of this uh, timeout error thing okay got it yeah okay I, i'll try to do this thing yeah yep so in the omni channel sql uh, sql based routing what you have done uh so i implemented a skill based routing uh, uh, we can we can uh, based on the service resource skill we can uh, we can route that cases to a, uh, to a particular agent uh, so we can implement skill based routing using a, uh, using a, an apex class or also we can 
uh, we can uh, use uh, fx flows as well based on the subject based on the subject if the case subject matches with the skills uh, for a service resource it will automatically assign to that agent mm -hmm. so what yeah. uh, approach did you follow i followed uh, flows by using flows uh, okay no problem i think then we are good and we are good to close this